Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I hope that y'all can hear me. I'm doing a check right now to make sure that y'all can, but uh, my check is not working right now. The music went off by itself, so I'm not sure if y'all are hearing music or me. Um, But, okay, all right, so I just want to hear my voice to know that we're live. I don't know why the music stopped, so bear with me. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network, just in case I am live and you can hear me until I can get a confirmation on that. Uh, We are ready to roll right into our show today. Last week, um, I was unable, oh, it says waiting for me to call in. Hold on, y'all. Okay, cool. Y'all can hear me. I can hear myself, so it's official. Just double-checking because there seemed to be a delay. But I'm going to take it on the strength that I'm being heard just fine. I'm going to continue speaking for those who are calling in. If you would just press raise your hand by pressing 1. Um, if y'all have any feedback or something, let me know then I can uh, find out that way. Otherwise, we'll proceed with the show. Welcome, welcome. We are uh, in the week of July 26th through August the 1st this week. And so um, last week, obviously, we covered what we're going through right now with the sun entering Leo today, Mercury entering Leo tomorrow. We've got Venus stationing retrograde. And... um, it was just a lot, it's just a lot going on this week. Um, Mercury square Uranus here on Saturday. We did not get to those horoscopes last week, but I will start the show off with them this week. Um, before I get too far ahead of myself, I got a little thrown off with um, just trying to double check for the sound. But um, I definitely, definitely don't want to go a second longer without giving props, honor, praise, respect, love. Uh, reverence to our divine ancestors that uh, without whom we would not be here. And definitely want to shout out Brother Ampu, uh, who uh, has offered us this divine opportunity to broadcast every week. So I'm having so much fun enjoying researching the information for you guys, putting it together, especially the horoscopes, because I know y'all like that. And um, I like it, too. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to jump right in this week. I don't want to re- run the risk of going over like we did last week. I want everything I have prepared for y'all, I want to give it to you. So let's get into it. Uh, if you are listening online and want to call in, the number, the call-in number is area code 818-369-0368. And if you're on the line and have a question, comment, concern, want to add content to the show, feel free. I love talking to you guys. Um, 
just press one and I'll be able to see it and to bring you on in. I definitely want to thank the callers from last week, the on-air callers from last week. I uh, I wasn't able to call everybody back right after the show. I ended up, I was broadcasting. I love you all so much. I was broadcasting outside in the heat, 100-degree Texas weather um, or a brownabout. And so after the show last week, I definitely took a quick break before calling everybody back because um, I just needed to cool cool off. So um, needless to say, what I said I was going to do, I'd like to go ahead and do that first, which is jump to these Mars-Uranus square horoscopes. And it's not going to be for everybody because this particular transit is coming up Saturday, July the 25th, this coming Saturday. It's exact at 5.43 a.m. Central Standard Time. Let me just recap uh, what I was saying last week about the energy before the line cut off on us. Uh, The desire to assert independence and to dominate can be strong here coming up this weekend on the 25th. Okay, guys? Impulsiveness can be a problem. You got Mars, planet of action and drive and aggression and violence, in a challenging aspect, nonetheless, to Uranus in Aries, which is ruled by Mars. So this, the the conditions are right for <laughs> for some uh, willful aggression. Uh, in relationships. So let me just finish uh, reading to you this little summary from the Leslie Hill-Astrology blog spot. We can be rebellious and willful, ignoring others' needs in the process. Resist if you can. Resist um, the desire to, what, what I was reading earlier, resist the desire to assert your independence onto others and to dominate others, okay? Resist, uh, if you can, the any impulsiveness around that date. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's okay to be impulsive from time to time, all things considered. On this particular day, Saturday, July 25th, um, I would give it a day on each end, uh, on the front end, the, possibly the back end of it as well. So look at Friday. You know, you're feeling a little impulsive this weekend. Just monitor that, okay? This particular author is saying resist it. Um, going on, it says, with some self-control, we might be able to break through obstacles in innovative ways that Uranus um, in Aries energy and the Mars and Cancer energy, can they can relate to one another some kind of way. It's possible. Um, there's no aspect or transit can't be worked through or uh, that you can't vibrate high enough to get the best benefit out of it, okay? It also reads that uh, this is another angry transit that brings unexpected, that's Uranus, issues and events. Some situations may end and again use caution for the day. Some may seek freedom, another key word of Uranus through with this transit. That's a high vibrational manifestation of the, the Uranus and Aries energy is you know, doing something that makes you feel free. 
all the while resisting impulsiveness and and the desire to dominate another, okay? Um, In the world, on the world scale, we will see unexpected events, and at times this can be connected with explosive themes, explosions, aircraft, and weather. That has to do with Uranus as well. Uranus rules electricity. Um, Let's see. uh, From Judy Joyce Astrology, she says that we could have some positive ideas that are both imaginative and realistic. At the same time, we may sense the challenging astrological influence of Mars square Uranus lurking in the wings and wonder what will happen next. It is possible something may erupt suddenly and surprisingly out in the world, maybe not necessarily in your personal world. Uh, and, And she goes on to say, this may not affect us personally, or if it does, it may just be part of our ongoing transformational process. If we have been working on making changes in our life for quite a while, this could be the push we need to go to the next step. If we have been resisting a needed change, then the pressure to change could increase dramatically at this time. Talking about this weekend. And the change may be thrust upon us. This is particularly a particularly unstable influence, and it will be helpful to realize that some people will not be able to handle it well. Use caution in driving and interactions with others, okay? So take that into consideration. I'm just checking the um, the studio here to make sure I'm still on air. All right. And we're going to get into the horoscopes for this in just a second. I have one uh, last little snippet to read from ClaytonTaylor.com. Sparks fly regarding Mars square Uranus here this weekend. Sparks fly as honing in on issues gets problematical and irritation makes for rough handling. Mistakes born of haste are not easily corrected and repeated efforts are best marked off to experience. Don't push it this weekend, okay? <laughs> Let well enough alone and and only fools rush in. That's Mama Dada's little, you know, interjection here as I go ahead and finish reading. Uh, itchy and edgy, the mood is unsettled, and it's not the best time for laying down foundations where steadiness is required, okay? You, you're not going to do anything steady with Uranus around because it's all about the innovation and the and the ingenuity and the electrical impulses and sudden unexpected things when Uranus is around. So don't don't be so rigid this weekend. The more flexible you are, the better. The more patience you exercise and and demonstrate better and share with others the the gift of patience. Okay. It's a gift to you and them especially if they are not dealing with it well. And that will lead us right into, actually, I had one more thing to read. Sorry, guys. I I make sure to read these to y'all because I want y'all to get the full picture and understanding of what this energy is going to look like. So when you recognize it and, oh, this is what Mama Dada was talking about for the coming up week. Um, So, yeah, I already know what to do. 
Here's one last little snippet from rosemarcus.com. Usually when Venus Venus stations to retrograde, circumstances come to a halt. But also on this same day, July 25th, Mars and Cancer squares off with Uranus and Aries. Just 24 hours later, on July 26th, Uranus stations retrograde. Mars-Uranus can be a volatile, sudden, eruptive, and fast-forward influence. Uranus is an awakening archetype. To the negative, Mars-Uranus can bring revolts, revolutions, demonstrations, marches, riots, etc. The weather also can be extreme too, fire, lightning, etc. Both Venus and Uranus in retrograde uncover something specific. It is sure it is sure to be a shatter through weekend or a break point of significance. Rosemarkers.com so obviously, we with everything going on, I continue to see things in my news feed regarding, you know, certain political cases. I mean, anything could happen this weekend, and I and I mean that on the personal front, and I mean that on the political and global and worldwide front as well. So, uh, whether that's something you know, in our favor or not, is going to depend on what side side of this energy we're on. Uh, Instead of sitting around waiting for something unexpected and sudden to happen, we can initiate these things. And before I get too far into, into my little synopsis, let me go ahead and get into these horoscopes with Aries. Um, in general, it's n- I'm not going to read a horoscope for everybody because this transit doesn't necessarily pertain to everybody, but it does pertain to a lot of us. So starting with Aries in general, all Aries, the few days before and around this day, July 25th, when Venus retrograde begins, can make for difficulties with money or health. Mars square Uranus on the same day can make for a sudden snap or eruption. For equipment breakdown, accidents, the unexpected, etc., it's hard to remain to maintain control, consistency, or influence. On the other, things happen for a reason. See the moment as an exceptional opportunity. The productive side of this transit is about making a purposeful sacrifice or taking a difficult or challenging step. To the plus, the sun is in good shape forming several strong alignments, you could stumble upon something quite useful. Okay, Aries, specifically for Aries born March 21st to 30th, um, it just reads, when combined, I got these horoscopes uh, from astrologyking.com. When they break down the different deacons, I'm pretty much coming from astrologyking.com on that, which I like because like I said, instead of a really general horoscope, I can uh, it's broken down into the deacons of when exactly you were born within 10 degrees. So Aries born March 21st to 30th, when combined, sun square your deacon. Okay, the, um, she was saying earlier that about sun, sun squaring your deacon, which just um, 
is an energy that means your self-esteem may be taking a battering. And when you combine that with Mars square your deacon from June 23rd to July 10th, the odds of success in any venture are greatly reduced, okay? Um, my Aries born in deacon one, March 21st through 30th, this irritating period requires much patience and a defensive attitude. Aries Deacon 2, those born March 31st to April 9th, your patience will be further put to the test with Mars square your deacon from July 8th to 25th. One final period to take extra care is during Mars square Uranus from July 23rd to 26th. That starts tomorrow, okay? Um, My Aries born March 31st to April 9th. The strong instinct here is for rash actions, but there is also an increased risk of accidents under these conditions. For my Aries born April 10th to April 19th, that's that last third deacon deacon of of Aries, the last 10 degrees from, um, from the 21st degree to the 30th degree, which is the zero degree of the next sign. I'm sorry, y'all. My brain, when I think of one thing, my brain thinks of almost all the facts I know about that one thing. It works well when I'm, you know, coming up with information and readings, not so much when I'm trying to be concise and to the point with these uh, horoscopes. So I apologize for that. Uh, but the Aries born between April 10th and 19th, Mars square your deacon from July 23rd to August 10th is an aggressive influence for you, okay? It would be wise not to be overly assertive during this period. Little things will start to annoy you more than usual. And like the transits before this one, you may find it harder to get on with others. So try to channel this dynamic energy into hard work, preferably alone. Physical exercise will help burn off any aggressive tendencies, okay? So that's that's a good word, Aries. Taurus, I don't have a full breakdown. I don't have um, different deacon breakdowns for you guys. I just have a general quick little synopsis of Mars um, and Uranus square affecting you guys. So it just says that the days around July 25th, Taurus, are also ones to watch out for as both Venus and Uranus station retrograde. Don't take unnecessary risks. Do aim for purposeful grades and vote in the direction of reinvention. Okay? Uh, That didn't really speak directly to the Mars Uranus square, but it is of note for that day and right around those days, okay? Gemini, nothing going on for you. Thankfully, you know, luckily with this transit, you you have to concern yourself much less. And I'm talking about for all these signs, I'm talking about sun sign and rising or ascendant. Um, it just is nothing for you really to concern yourself as it relates to this one particular transit. Cancer, cancers in Deacon 2, those born July 2nd to 12th. Mars is in your Deacon from July 18th. I'm so sorry. I apologize. From July 8th to 25th gives you the energy 
and initiative to maintain the momentum of any ongoing project. All right, Cancer? It also gives the willpower to continue on with any positive changes, such as the elimination of bad habits. Another period this month to take extra care is during Mars square Uranus, July from the 23rd to the 26th. Radical actions now could lead to losses or even accidents. You hear me, Cancer? Take care. When using machinery or driving, the bonus of good judgment and reasoning has now left with the ending of the Mercury transit, okay? So for my cancers born July 2nd to 12th, y'all had a, mer- it was a Mercury transit to your chart, whether you knew about it or not. <laughs> and with that Mercury transit ending, it con- it really does, leave you without the good judgment and reasoning that you've uh, been able to, you know, take advantage of. So this really is not a good time for you guys, okay? Y'all just err on the side of cancers, err on the side of caution. Patience with yourself and others, and it's a good time to work alone, okay? Um, Actually, for Cancer Deacon 3, if you're born July 13th to 22nd, uh, the the wisdom for you guys is yet more positive self-esteem comes with Mars in your deacon from July 23rd. is a more action-oriented influence where you will need to burn off much excess energy. So Kansas born July uh, 13th through 22nd, y'all have a similar fate as those born July 2nd to 12th. So let me finish what it says for you guys specifically. For those born July 13th to 22nd, sometimes there is the potential with this transit for aggression and overconfidence. However, the positive moon phase means that you are more likely to direct this hot energy into constructive work and achieve success. Your love life will benefit from your strong, passionate desires and increased sex appeal, you can take the lead at work and in personal relationships. So if you can put it to some great use via work or, you know, your loving, committed sexual relationships, then uh, it, it should really work out. Okay, Cancer? Leo, not much going on, Leo. Uh, while it is a good time to start a vacation, Mars square Uranus and Uranus retrograde can fire up the unexpected. Okay, so take that how y'all want, Leo. I'm not here to tell y'all. Uh, I'm here to interpret the energy and y'all apply it as you see fit, okay? Virgo, Mars also strikes Flint squaring Uranus on July 25th, so try to maintain a vigil regarding safety measures, okay, Virgo? A disruption, eruption, accident, or surprise is within the range of possibilities. Venus at station is usually a stall-out influence, but Mars square Uranus is anything but, okay? So even more specifically, Virgo, those born from September 3rd to 12th, Within the last five days of, of, of a very productive solar transit y'all have been having, 
you will start to feel your enthusiasm rise with Mars sextiling your deacon uh, right before this influence hits, okay? Um, so that was just a heads up about here leading up to it, which is now. The, the, the influence is this Saturday, so yeah. Uh, for those Virgos born from the 3rd to the 12th, you're at least going into it with some enthusiasm and a really good high vibration. So hopefully that translates out well. For those Virgos born September 13th through 22nd, uh, Mars is actually sextiling your deacon, which is also favorable, from July 23rd to August 10th, and that's going to bring energy, initiative, and passion. Combined with the progressive influence of the July 15th new moon, conditions are perfect for decisive action. You can be direct and assertive without upsetting others. So ask for exactly what you want. Okay, Virgos born September 13th through 22nd, ask for exactly what you want because there is a great chance of having your strong desires fulfilled. This goes for both your professional and personal life. Increased sexual attractiveness is a good omen for your love life. This whole period is ideal for putting yourself out there and taking some risks. Okay. Libra. Uh, Libra is born from October 13th to 22nd. Mars square your deacon from July 23rd to August 10th presents the biggest challenge of the month, even though the testing sun transit has ended by that time. About this time, July 23rd, that's tomorrow. Its influence is maintained by the new moon phase. For those Libras born October 13th through 22nd, this creates aggravation on your part, becoming irritated at even minor things. If you are able to remain patient and control your temper, it may be that you face provocation from others. The best way to use this hot energy would be to find your own space and work hard on any opportunities which Jupiter has brought recently, okay? That's all I have for my Libras. For Scorpio, those Scorpios born between November 12th and 21st, Mars is trining your deacon, which is favorable, very favorable, from July 23rd starting tomorrow to August 10th, and it also falls within the upbeat moon phase. The energy, courage, and initiative provided by Mars will also take you through the peak of the challenging Jupiter-Saturn square mentioned earlier. Therefore, any stressful challenges placed in your path will, in fact, be opportunities for advancement if you maintain a positive outlook, okay? Sagittarius, just like Gemini, everybody on that Gemini-Sagittarius frequency uh, axis, y'all escaped this Mars square year in its transit. So uh, Gemini-Sagittarius, y'all just go have a, a cock somewhere with a little, you know, fancy umbrella straw and just send up prayers for the rest of the zodiac, okay? <laughs> We're rounding it out here with Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, and then we don't even have that many influ uh, planetary influences next week. Obviously, we've got the full moon, the blue moon, and Aquarius. 
Um, uh, and that's powerful. Obviously, we have Venus going into Leo, and um, and we've got one more. So it shouldn't even take us that long this week. But I definitely wanted to get these Mars square Uranus horoscopes out there because you're going to thank me later. You're going to thank me this weekend. Well, you'll thank me the beginning of next week when you navigated your way through this. I mean, it's fiery and it's electric. It's Mars and Uranus. And it, and it's a challenging aspect. So you've got you you are you've got a built-in segment of people who will not handle this well because they are subject to and ruled by their emotions. And so when you're in this lightning strikes, it's gonna hit them every time because they're always ripe for a good confrontation, a good blow up, a good you know aggressive, violent interaction with somebody. So do your best whatever your sun sign is, whatever your rising and ascendant sign is, to stay on the positive high end of this and any other transit, okay? Let me round this out, Capricorn. I'm uh, to those Capricorns in Deacon 3, born January 11th to 19th. Finally, Mars is opposite your Deacon starting tomorrow from July 23rd to August 10th, and it can result in anger and frustration, a buildup of resentment or other negative feelings, um, my third deacon Capricorn, needs to be released in a safe manner or it will explode in a damaging outburst or temper tantrum. Your passionate desires will be running hot, but these can only be fulfilled by thinking less of yourself and more of others. Physical workouts and hard work alone if possible are some of the best ways to manage this couple of weeks. Try to turn the raw and aggressive energy into some productive, but avoid being overly assertive or demanding. Aquarius, I've just got something for y'all in general. While the day that Venus stations retrograde often produces a stall out, the weekend of July 25th, 26th, this coming up weekend is likely to do just the opposite. Mars squares Uranus just after Venus turns retrograde, and just a day later, Uranus stations retrograde too. This is sure to give a significant kick to something. A vacation break or change of scenery is ideal, okay, Aquarius? The days that immediately follow suggest a good deck clearing. Good for you, Aquarius. Clear those decks. Lastly, Pisces, and specifically Deacon 3 Pisces, those born March 11th to 20th. Finally, Mars trying your Deacon from tomorrow, July 23rd to August 10th, brings initiative, energy, strength, and bravery. From July 23rd up until the full moon on the 31st, you can use these assets to start new projects and work hard on fulfilling your desires. From the July 31st full moon to August 10th, you may wish to turn your attention to your more passionate desires. Your sexual attractiveness will place you in good stead on the dating scene where you can confidently make the first move. An existing relationship will benefit from increased interest from both parties, you and them, where strenuous physical activity will be both desirable and plentiful. Sounds fun, Pisces. Take full advantage of that, hopefully. 
And we are going to jump out of last week's. I I really don't like doing that, going back to the previous week and doing anything from it. But I really wanted to give you all a heads up about this weekend. It really seems like a doozy and that it's not going to go by unnoticed for anybody. And if I can give you all a heads I love astrology for the fact that you do get a heads up. And you do get an opportunity to to make a choice. I mean, out of all the weekends we've talked about here over the over the last couple of months worth of shows, and then here we get to a weekend where it's like, hey, y'all, this weekend it, that hasn't even you know happened to, to the to my knowledge, but it's weekends like this where you do get a heads up and you are able to get ahead of the energy where you really appreciate a show like this where you're getting a heads up a week ahead of time. So for that, I'm thankful, and uh, thank you all for listening, participating, and joining in with us every week. Okay, so next week, July 26th, Sunday, we're covering Sunday through Saturday, July 26th through August 1st. The week starts off with the moon in Sagittarius, okay? The moon is at her most optimistic and upbeat in Sagittarius, so the week starts off you know, uh, rounding out with this uh, Mars-Uranus energy I just got through talking about, uh, Uranus stationing retrograde. But at least the moon is in Sagittarius (laughs) as of the 26th starting. Um, At least the moon is in Sagittarius, and and when it is, uh, the moon is at her most optimistic and upbeat. We are motivated by a need to seek the truth, and we are ready to pursue a new vision. I know we're going to be ready for that by come Sunday. We are not interested in details just now. Instead, we focus on the big picture. New experiences and adventures satisfy a deep emotional need. Spontaneity is the key. We may also be inclined toward overdoing and overstating. We don't want to plan ahead and prefer to wing it, which will be perfect on Sunday. It should be fine. Um, The moon moon in Sagittarius generally favors the following activities, adventurous activities that involve winging it, any kind of travel, higher education, starting publishing projects, advertising, sports, and physical activity. Just um, into the week on Sunday at 5.38 a.m., Uranus stations retrograde, okay? I got a little bit of information from tarot.com to share with you all about it. And then uh, you, hold on. My position on the page jumped considerably. I'm just now starting. Okay. Tarot.com says about Uranus stationing retrograde on Sunday the 26th at 5.38 a.m. Central Standard Time is that freedom, a key word for Uranus, is the word to the wise. As rebel planet Uranus moves retrograde from July 26th to December 25th, what is known in um, America as Christmas Day. Now is the time to look at life from a fresh perspective. This is for everybody, okay? Toss out the old ways of doing things. 
and feel free to create a whole new world. That's July 25th, 26th, uh, August, September, October, November, December. Five months, guys. Five months. You listening? All right. Creating a whole new world does sound like a lot to take on, doesn't it? Well, don't be intimidated. Just remember to take baby steps over the next few months and years, okay? Obviously, what goes on over the next five months is going to have ramifications for years to come. We're just at the beginning of a profound period of change, and it will only happen person by person, one small change at a time. Basically, you're in this retrograde just wants us to get real. It's time to face our fears and change the things that aren't working so we can become who we really want to be. This is true on both a personal and global scale. So if you're in a bad relationship, stuck in a job you don't like, living in a place that doesn't feel right, or spending time with the wrong people, Uranus will alert you to this in coming months. The realization may dawn on you slowly, and it may involve an uncomfortable period of anxiety. But when you do have those epiphanies, pay attention. Make the needed changes. Change jobs. Move or do whatever you need to do to shake it up and move on to something better. In other words, get real about what you want. Be brave and embrace your freedom to go after it. All right? That's from Tarot.com. I'm going to read just another insight or two real quick about it. Have a good idea. This one's coming from PsychicUniverse.com. Temper, temper. Hot-headed Uranus, the planet of surprise events, radical change, and innovation, backs into low-power retrograde until December. Retrogrades can cause slowdowns and setbacks. They also connect us to the past, reminding us of unfinished business. Um, I'm going to interject here real quick just by saying that uh, when a planet goes retrograde, it's covering degrees that it has already passed through, essentially appearing to move backwards through those degrees. So if it's of what you experience over the next five months through uh, December 25th feels familiar, it's because you kind of already <laughs> covered this area as it relates to Uranus um, already, okay? Um, Back to the reading, it just reads that Uranus is in Aries, the impatient self-starter and the sign of independence. Aries is the star, and having brass Uranus here stokes people's appetite for the spotlight. But Uranus retrograde will show us the limits of the saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Seeking negative attention will backfire. Yes, sometimes it is better to put the ego in time out and be anonymous, especially when a bad reputation is the only thing you'll gain by speaking out. Extreme personalities can be fascinating, but beware the narcissist masquerading as a charismatic leader. (laughs) That sounds familiar. Aries is the sign of anger, so choose your battles wisely now. 
While righteous anger may spark social change, senseless rage only destroys order and relationships. Beware your urge to be destructive, contrarian, or rebellious. Uranus retrograde is an important time to find healthy outlet the outlets for anger and nervous energy. Since Aries is such a physical sign, we suggest vigorous exercise to clear the buildup of stressful energy. More people may find themselves getting migraines or sinus infections since Aries rule the head and face. Releasing anger through healthy channels is your best preventative medicine now. Strategy games like crosswords, chess, and puzzles can also unwind your overtaxed brain. Did you drop a revolutionary project or idea halfway through? It's time to go back and approach it from a creative new angle. That's another way to use this energy, a productive way to use it. Or you might just give it a rest and pick it up again next year. This is a time to tweak the master plan and do your behind-the-scenes work. Incidentally, Uranus entered Aries on March 11th, the day of the earthquake in Japan. Rebuilding efforts or the real results of the damage may top the headlines again in the next five months. This could prompt new regulations on nuclear power plants or investigations of some that aren't up to safety guidelines. Uranus retrograde in Aries reminds us not to miss the bigger lesson, especially about our reliance on non-renewable energy sources. Be particularly careful with fire and electricity during this phase. Check the wiring in your home, especially if you live in an old house. Power down your computer at night and unplug cords if you go away on a trip. Make sure the oven is off after you bake, too. Make Uranus retrograde your excuse for shutting off those devices and enjoying actual FaceTime without sneaking in a text message at the dinner table. So that was their take on it. And with that, it's a, it's, it's going to be a shorter show because it's a slower week. And I'm saying with everything that's been going on lately, I'm thankful for a slower week. Um, and, and by quantity of transits doesn't necessarily make it a slower week. It's quote-unquote a slower week because there's not as many transits to discuss or talk about on the show. But you got Venus in retrograde. The week starts off with Uranus going retrograde. You've got the Mars um, Uranus square that, you know, preceded the start of the week. You've got um, the full moon, which is going to be a culmination or something coming to fruition or shining a light, manifesting something. I, I say it's still a big week. It's just things already kind of in motion that we need to maintain awareness of, and I'm sure the universe will give us ample opportunity to maintain our awareness, okay? So we will move on from Sunday, starting off with that um, Uranus retrograde. Uh, the moon does go into Capricorn. When does it go? If I had it on here, I wouldn't have to click over, but I'm trying to go I was just going to uh, read to y'all about the moon being in Capricorn 
I just want to tell y'all when it's going to happen. I had the times on it last week and didn't do that this week. So bad for radio, I know, but I appreciate it. It's just not coming up, so I I will. There it is, there it is, there it is. Uh, the moon goes into Capricorn as of the 28th, which is Tuesday. And when the moon is in Capricorn, slow computer, y'all, sorry. When the moon is in Capricorn, we become aware of the need for structure and planning ahead. So the week starts off, you know, with the Uranus energy kind of sudden unexpected. It starts off with the moon being in Sagittarius, which is definitely a freedom-loving, adventurous kind of, you know, bigger picture kind of energy. But then Tuesday, the moon goes into Capricorn, and we're becoming aware of the need for structure and planning ahead, okay? Things get a little serious, a little more serious. We also instinctively are aware of the limitations of time when the moon is in Capricorn. We are motivated by a desire for success. Achievement and manifestation are most important to us now. So we're going to be getting serious about that full moon around Tuesday, okay? Look out for that. Uh, We are resourceful and don't want to waste time, energy, or resources. This can be a very sobering influence, even a depressing one. However, it can also be a productive time when we look reality in the eye. The moon in Capricorn generally favors the following activities, long-term activities. Like I say, you can start thinking about the full moon coming up um, If that's on Tuesday, then the full moon. Mm -mm -mm. I'm just trying to scroll down my screen, y'all. The full moon is coming up that Friday, so you get with the moon being in Capricorn, you're getting a Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, at least a good two full days head start on that full moon. And with um, when while the moon's in Capricorn and it's favoring you, thinking about these long-term activities that yield slow but steady results. Practical undertakings, career issues, making a business plan, practical investments. You can go ahead and be thinking about things that you want to eliminate uh, with the waning of the moon after the full moon, okay? That'll be a good time. After that, uh, the moon goes into Aquarius, That and the full moon is in Aquarius. So uh, let me make sure it doesn't go in. The exact same day. Yeah, and the full moon comes really early. Uh, But the moon goes into Aquarius the day before on Thursday, and then Friday is the full moon. So that day uh, you get like a full day to really immerse yourself in and feel the, uh, the moon and Aquarius energy. When the moon is in Aquarius, attraction to all that is new and unusual and an instinctive need for improvement characterize the moon in Aquarius. Reactions are more intellectual than emotional, and interactions are more impersonal than personal under this influence. 
This is a time that promotes social gatherings, dealings with group ideals and goals for the future, brainstorming, new ideas, and progressive changes. We are open to new methods of doing things, and we have our eye on the future. It can be hard to stick to schedules now as personal freedom important to us. The moon in Aquarius generally favors the following activities, unusual or radical undertakings, social pursuits, group projects, trying something new, joining a group. Okay? Now, now that we've covered the moon being in Aquarius, we can go on to the full moon in Aquarius. That is Friday, July 31st, 5.43 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I believe it's at 7 degrees Aquarius. Cafeastrology.com says that the second a second full moon in July occurs in the sign of Aquarius on the 31st. We're reminded of our needs for friendship, community, as well as impartiality and objectivity. We cannot lose sight of our larger goals and our need to give back to the community or group that supports us. I really do love that about this full moon in Aquarius coming up. I mean, it's so easy, especially now that the sun is entering Leo today on uh, Wednesday, July 22nd. Uh, yeah, July 22nd. You know, this whole month of the moon, of the sun being in Leo is going to be ripe for all things self, self-confidence, self-esteem, self you know, centeredness. It's actually a time for self-centeredness. There really is a time for every season under the sun. And so this is the season for that. I think that this full moon in Aquarius is going to really give contrast to that, uh, specifically, obviously, the sun being in Leo and the moon being in Aquarius is what denotes the full moon when they're in opposite positions from each other. So um, the balance that this full moon is going to bring, the opportunity for balance in our self-centeredness as well as our goals that relate to other people or the community at large, the bigger picture, uh, humanity as a whole. Uh, I think it's just going to be a divine time for some people, some people, a lot of people to gain awareness of what really is important in their personal lives as well as how they fit into the larger collective, okay? Um, The dark pixie astrology quickly says that the full moon occurs at 7 degrees, 55 minutes of Aquarius. In Aquarius, we rebel and fight against authority. We don't want to be told who to be, how to act, what to say. We want to be ourselves and we'll do whatever it takes to achieve that. A rebellion could come to an end or one becomes more intense. We're concerned about our future and we worry about what we what can happen next. We may feel that we have to give up on a dream or that we're close to achieving a dream. The humanitarian in each of us demands more time and we become more involved in causes or we feel that we have to abandon a cause we used to believe in. If you're an Aquarius sun, moon, or rising, you may feel the effect of this moon the most. Okay? All right. 
And I really just want to jump into these horoscopes uh, because that will give you the best idea for you personally, a better idea. The best idea you can get as to how this full moon will affect you is to definitely contact us here at, in My Astrology Coach. You can contact me directly at Adrian A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at My Astrology Coach. Or you can contact me through Facebook, uh, Mama Dada Astrology. Okay? And uh, we'll be able to take your specific birth time and plug it in for the uh, the date and time of the new of the full moon in Aquarius and get a really specified, specific, unique down horoscope of how this will affect you, okay? So that's why we're here. We love y'all. That's why we do it, because we want you guys to know how to master your destiny astrologically and with precision, and that's what uh, you have the opportunity to do. I'll just start it off with Aries. Um, I really just want to read this little snippet of introductory information, because you know, horoscopes without the context, that's why we're here also to just give you all some astrological context. You won't find that anywhere else. You won't find this information anywhere else. So I might as well, I don't want to shortchange y'all. For those that are interested and want to know the facts, here they are. The full moon, July 30, this is from astrologyking.com. The full moon, July 31st, 2015, is the second of the month, making it a rare blue moon. At 7 degrees Aquarius, it falls within Aquarius Deacon 1, the first 10 degrees. The full moon astrology is depressing to say the least, <laughs> especially when it comes to maintaining harmony, and that's not the case for everybody, FYI. I've got horoscopes to prove it. <laughs> but they say especially when it comes to maintaining harmony in close relationships, though not as complicated or Intense as recent moon phases, it does emphasize the current theme of struggle against adversity and squabbling. The major players creating fear and anxiety are Jupiter and Venus square Saturn. This configuration gives hope of love, yet makes it frustrating, can make it. I hate when astrologers write like that because there's no guarantees, period. It does not have to be frustratingly difficult to achieve. but that configuration can make it frustratingly difficult to achieve. Uh, Like all full moons, the major planetary aspect is sun opposite moon, of course, Um, sun being in Leo, moon being in Aquarius, along with the attention on relation. Wait. Along with the conjunction, of this, uh, this is the most important of all as- aspects in astrology. I guess they're talking about the opposition. Uh, a new moon is when the sun conjuncts the moon. A full moon is when the sun is opposite the moon. A full moon focuses our attention on relationships of all kinds. A full moon itself has a relationship to the previous new moon. This is a manifesting moon. Uh, Projects you started during the previous moon phase two weeks ago can now be fine-tuned or completed. It is harvest time. As the lunar qualities of emotions and instincts reach their peak at a full moon, you can take an objective and balanced look at your personal relationships. Being in touch with your own needs and intentions and those of others, you can clearly see any relationship imbalances causing disharmony. The full moon will be shining a big bright light on it. You will clearly be able to see 
any imbalances. Um, as mentioned above, this full moon adds to the theme of the previous new moon on July 15th. The battle lines were drawn two weeks ago between partner or groups with people going to any lengths necessary to win. A full moon does in itself place emphasis on intimate relationships. So it is an area of your close one-to-one relationships where the tensions will manifest. Okay? Here we go, Aries. you starting it off. Um, with each one that I read, there will be some more very specific information for a particular deacon or section of people within that zodiac sign just because since it is happening at the 8 degree or pretty much 8 degrees, but 7 degrees and 55 minutes of Aquarius, when we get to these other signs that uh, or the deacons, the specific group of people that cover a certain area of space that relates to those that those same about seven eight degrees of these other signs, you'll you'll begin to see how we're all interrelated. But you'll see as I go along. Okay, for general in general for Aries. Uh, your favorite social moment, social moment in July will occur on July 31st, the month's second full moon, when a group of planets will convene in your fifth house of true love, including Venus, love, and Jupiter, good fortune and happiness, Mercury, news, and the sun, the place you will shine. At the same time, the full moon in Leo, uh, well, I guess they're saying Leo Aquarius, that's the axis it's on. July 31st will light your friends, events, people sector. You may be invited to an important social event, one that will be lyrical and luxurious in every way. Many friends will be in attendance as well as new people you will want to meet. The get you are likely to encounter, the guests you are likely to encounter will be idealistic with a humanitarian bent, and many will work for the common good. Go for this event has the likelihood of being an evening so magical it will be positively inspirational. Go ahead, Aries. If you meet someone new after July 31st, the full moon, enforced separation may mark the early part of the relationship as Venus will go retrograde starting July 25th until September 6th. It may be that your new love will need to travel a great deal, work in another city, or take important qualifying exams and never make it out of the library. So be patient, okay, Aries, if you are starting up something new at this critical time especially, uh, it says, by the fall, things will improve dramatically, okay? You will like this moment, for it appears you will be attending an important social event, packed out with many friendly people. It could be a sporting event, charity or political fundraiser, wedding or birthday party. You get the idea. This will be a very happy moment of the month. All right, and so I was just going to introduce with when it says uh, the enforced separations may mark the early part of the relationship simply because you actually would be starting your relationship at a full moon, and obviously after a full moon it's waning, and so uh, that may have an effect on the relationship. I'm pretty sure that's why she said that. Uh, specifically, if your bar- if your birthday falls on March 28th or within five days of that date, 
the full moon at month's end will be an especially important moment. The same is true if you have a natal planet at 8 degrees, plus or minus 4 degrees in Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Aquarius, Gemini, or Libra. August will be the happiest month of the year. That's saying a whole lot, considering there's 12 of them. So good for you, Aries, and uh, those Aries with the um, the dates and the degrees that she mentioned. Specifically, those born March 21st to 30th, the outlook is very positive due to the July 31st full moon. For the first half of August, you can count on a nourishing home life and the support of friends and family, okay? Sounds good. Moving on to Taurus. For you, full moon, your career may bring big news on the full moon, July 31st, plus or minus four days. So be on the lookout starting this weekend, the 26th, uh, what would that be, the 27th. Uh, actually, that would be the beginning of the week. So be on the lookout um, starting at the beginning of next week because it can happen anytime in between then and the full moon. You will want to be back from any traveling you're doing at this time to take in all the news. Your career your career will light up in a big way, and so you won't want to be traveling at the time. You will want to be back at home base to enjoy all the applause and praise that comes your way at this time. This is a very beneficial moment for advancing your career, the most important moment you will see until you get to February 2016, okay? That's about as big a heads up as you're going to get, Taurus. I hope you're listening. <laughs> the ruler or Taurus rising. The ruler of your career, Uranus, will go retrograde this month on July 26th and remain that way until Christmas Day, December 25th, for Uranus to go retrograde for five months each year. This means that with Uranus's turn retrograde and Venus in retrograde too, by month's end, you might rethink a career goal and adjust its course in some way. The, the two retrogrades notwithstanding, you can still have a celebratory moment at the full moon July 31st. See how it works out for you. If you want to turn down an offer at this time, Taurus, there will be more exciting ones on the way in February 2016. And more specifically, for my Taurus is born April 20th to 30th, the July 31st full moon will reinforce the confrontational nature of the last week of July, this week we're in now. And it will extend, well, leading up into next week, it will extend the irritating influence through until the new moon of August 14th, okay? That's when you're kind of going to start to feel a release, those born April 20th to 30th. Added stress this final week comes with Mercury squaring your deacon from July 22nd to 28th. You can no longer count on the good judgment and communication skills from earlier in the month. Nerves may fray, especially when the sun and Mercury align most tightly from July 22nd, that's today, through the 24th. So leading into the weekend, nerves may fray. 
The risk of discussions turning into arguments is high on these days. Avoid important decisions or speaking without thinking. Okay, that was just a specific heads up for those born April 20th to 30th. Gemini. This is for all Geminis. Falling in fellow air sign Aquarius. Listen up. This is a full moon falling in your fellow air sign Aquarius, Gemini, and due to energize your distant travel sector, you'll be on the move. Saturn will be helpful at this full moon, so action, decisions, or new associations you make at this full moon will likely have staying power. It has all the potential for bringing you opportunities that make it your favorite part of the month. You may be coming back from a long-distance trip or wrapping up a serious legal matter or contract. You may file a patent or contract or get a court settlement that represents a happy solution for you. Woohoo! Full Moon may alternatively find you finishing up a broadcasting or publishing project or concluding something involving university study. For example, you may take a qualifying exam like the bar or defend your thesis or either way. This intellectual Full Moon will help to get you where you want to be. Mars will cooperate with Saturn at month's end, suggesting your finances will stabilize. That's why the Mars-Uranus square uh, horoscope from the other website didn't have anything for uh, Gemini and Sagittarius, I guess, because it's so good. It, the, uh, I would hardly call a Mars-Uranus square uh, um, something that cooperates, but uh, she says that uh, it suggests that your finances will stabilize, perhaps as a result of the events of this friendly full moon. So, yeah, good for you, Gemini. If your birthday uh, falls on May 27th, plus or minus four days, you will benefit the most from this full moon. Similarly, if you have your natal chart, check to see if you have a planet, the sun, moon, or ascendant within five degrees of seven degrees, uh, Aquarius, Libra, Gemini, Aries, Leo, or Sag, you too will benefit from it, okay? We can help you figure that out here at Mama Dada Astrology, so just let us know. You can, If you're on the line, you can raise, uh, raise your hand by pressing one, um, and other than that, you can contact me on Facebook, Mama Dada Astrology, or... Uh, uh, at myastrologycoach.com directly, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E at myastrologycoach.com. All right, uh, actually, before we get to cancer, those Geminis specifically born May 21st to 31st, listen up. The July 31st full moon will amplify the effects of a productive sun transit you've been having. It will focus your attention on your home and family life, and you can rely on strong emotional support from friends and family. Close one-to-one relationships in particular should enjoy closer bonding and intimacy. Go Geminis, born from May 21st to 31st. Lucky you. (laughs) Okay, Cancer, here's your general horoscope for the full moon in Aquarius next Friday, July 31st. Uh, the blue moon. This month has a second full moon, this time in Aquarius on July 31st, also referred to as a blue moon that will emphasize money that you hold with another person, Cancer. For example, with your mate, 
or with an entity such as a credit card company, government department, or bank. You will likely clear your desk of bills, but you may also be motivated to study ways to make more money too. Saturn will be in good angle to make sure the decisions you make will stabilize your financial base and put it on a track for growth. Matters related to credit cards, student loans, mortgage, and all similar financial obligations will be on the agenda. And with Uranus going retrograde, you may refine or completely change your mind about the way you handle certain funds. Meet with your financial advisor to go over the progress of your retirement portfolio. Go over your insurance needs, too and decide whether you need to add more insurance or lower your coverage depending on your evolving needs. And specifically for cancers born July 13th to 22nd, the second half of July 2015 in particular is ideal for beginning new projects, setting new goals, or turning over a new leaf. Any such things started between the July 15th new moon and the July 31st full moon have a great chance of success. It's not too late, Cancer. Um, we did the Cancer, uh, we did the, sorry, y'all, my nose is itching. <laughs> we did the uh, New Moon and Cancer uh, horoscopes last week, okay? We covered, I'm sorry, the New Moon was on the 15th. We covered that the week before. Uh, we're living, uh, the Cancer New Moon was on the 15th of last week, and what I was meaning to say is that we're still in the orb of influence. Full moons, new moons, they have about a two-week impact, but most strongly like the the first 10 days of the 14-day cycle. And so we're still within that 10 days now. From last week's exactly a week ago, Wednesday last week, we were experiencing the new moon in Cancer. Here we are seven days later. We're still in the orb, guys. It's not too late to initiate something new. And I just read that for specifically Cancers born July 13th through um, 22nd. It's still a good time. Ideal time is what this horoscope said for beginning new projects, setting new goals, and turning over a new lead. Any such thing started between the new moon of July 15th and the July 31st full moon have a great chance, not a slight, not a minimal, but a great chance of success. So with that, I'm going to move on to Leo with the general horoscope for the full moon July 31st. Leo, this is going to bring a relationship that is dear to you to a culmination point, okay? Talk about the future, but etch nothing in stone. Until Venus goes direct, you won't want to take big actions in matters of the heart. All right, Leo? Your partner will be the center of your attention at the romantic full moon in your opposite sign of Aquarius. This is normally a good time for making a commitment. With Saturn in the wings, sending all good vibrations to this union or venture, you may become engaged or wed, or if already attached, daydream about future goals you'd like to take on together. On the same day, Venus will enter Leo, but by then Venus will be retrograde. So for that reason, I would prefer you not make any final announcements. You can plan, but don't etch them in stone until after September 6th. And better yet, 
after October 9th. Your closest partner in love or business will be your focus. Happily, this is a friendly full moon, so you may be ready to mate together. With Venus retrograde, it wouldn't be the right time to get engaged, but it appears something about your relationship is coming to culmination. Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, the sign of this full moon, will have gone retrograde July 26th to stay retrograde until December 25th of this year. So you may change your mind about your partner in business or love or the timing of an impending action you want to take together to speed things up or to delay things. That's why they're saying wait. It's a a time where you could be changing your mind so you don't want to etch anything in stone if that's what's going to happen. If your birthday falls on July 30th, plus or minus five days, you will feel this full moon quite directly. The same is true if you have a natal planet, the sun, moon, or ascendant at eight degrees of Leo, Aquarius, Sagittarius, Aries, Gemini, or Libra. You will benefit from this full moon in a big way. Specifically, my, um, I'm sorry, my Leos that are born July 23rd through August 2nd, the July 31st full moon will amplify the positive effects of your birthday transit and place an emphasis on your home and family life plus intimate relationships, making up part of your 2015 solar return chart. You can look forward to harmonious relationships and emotional nourishment from home for the next 12 months. If it happens around your birthday, just FYI, it's rent that's set, setting you up for your entire new year coming up. So that's why they're saying that. Business dealings are favored with these days being some of the best of the year for negotiations and the signing of contracts. All of your relationships now will be honest and open, and you can clearly express yourself and your plans. I did happen to notice that I've got um, some callers in the queue, and I would take them in order of hold time. And um, But I would also like to wait till after the horoscopes. That's the one thing that when I do it, I, I don't like to, uh, to stop. I don't So, Virgo, let's go ahead and press on so we can wrap these up and get to our callers who are waiting so patiently. All right. Got to scroll back up, guys. All right, Virgo, real quick. Um, Speaking of work assignments, the full moon in Aquarius at 8 degrees will arrive on July 31st and bring a work project to a finish. This full moon is a sweet one so you are likely to be happy about the way things go. There is always so much energy surrounding a full moon, and that energy will allow you to motivate the troops. Keep your health strong, as you will be putting out plenty of effort, but all of it will be worthwhile. As the month winds down to a finish, it has a second full moon, bringing you back to all that is going on at the office. Okay, Virgo? You seem to be finishing a project that requires your attention. Don't be on vacation at this time, at the time of the full moon, as you will need to monitor the team and all the details. You may need to hire a new recruit 
And if so, by the full moon, you will have major selections. Saturn will be very friendly to this full moon, so the gains you make in terms of your reputation will last, and your victory will become a jewel in your crown. Go ahead, Virgo. Uh, At month's end, you also may have a health concern, but if so, it will culminate uh, at the full moon and hopefully won't detract from all that will be going on. So. Take your zinc, your vitamin C, Virgo. Make sure you're good. Drink plenty of water. Get good rest. Um, You will have a project come to deadline, and you will be making quite an effort to get it out the door. No procrastinating, no delaying. Start now. Today's the 22nd. You got seven, eight days before the full moon. Okay, Virgo? Libra. Notwithstanding Venus retrograde, the month's second full moon, July 31st, should bring a romantic moment to celebrate. This full moon is due to make you very happy and emotionally over the top for your friends, and one special person will still have a strong and positive presence at month's end. Okay, Libra? You seem to have a lot of work at the office to do at the same time, however, and you may feel continually held back with pressing demands there. It may feel like for every two steps forward, you make one step back. Knowing this, plan to be as productive as possible in the weeks before June 25th. Rather than leave things to the last minute to do on a current assignment, get a head start on it. This full moon falling on a Friday suggests you can still have time to kick up your heels for a romantic night or an entire weekend with your one and only. It has all happy elements to it and will light your house of pure love and romance. Because it's a full moon, you will experience heightened emotions. Delightfully so. If you and your spouse hope for a pregnancy or to adopt a baby, you may also see a development that cheers you at this full moon. Some Libra are highly creative, and if that describes you, including any of the arts as well as acting, you may be celebrating the successful finish of an important project. That is because the fifth house is not only about love but also about artistic expression. If your birthday falls within four days on October 1st, of October 1st, you will get a double dip of pleasure from this new moon. If you have your natal chart, see if you have any natal planet, the sun or natal moon or ascendant within five degrees of eight degrees in Aquarius, Gemini, Libra, Aries, Leo, or Sag. For you will benefit from this gorgeous full moon as well. The month's full moon on July the month's full moon on July 31st will bring a lively episode in matters of the heart. Okay, Libra? This full moon has no untowered aspect. So you should love this period, plus or minus four days. Emotion will run high and delightfully so. And matters having to do with creativity, pregnancy, and children will make you very happy Specifically, those born um, September 23rd to October 2nd, uh, it says that finally the July 31st full moon will amplify the good conditions of the previous week and extend them through until the August 14th new moon. You may be emotionally sensitive during this moon phase, but in a nice way. Uh, the uh, the good conditions of the previous week that this full moon will be amplifying is, uh, for those born sep- 20, September 23rd to August 2nd, your confidence and optimism will return with the sun sextile your deacon starting from today, July 22nd to August 3rd. For most of 
this uplifting transit, you also have Mercury sextile your deacon from today, July 22nd to July 28th. This combination makes for a very busy time, but your mental alertness will be up to the task. You will be able to fully express yourself and promote your ideas, a good time for making plans and scheduling important meetings or appointments. The optimum days for these things are during the Sun-Mercury alignment from July 22nd today until the 24th. All conversations should go well, so ask for favors, attend to business matters, and sign on the dotted line. All right, my Libra is born September 23rd to August 2nd. And now, Scorpio, it looks like you will be quite motivated to address home-related matters for on July 31st, the full moon in Aquarius, 8 degrees, you will see a development there reach culmination. This full moon will be very friendly, and so you can accomplish a lot at this time. You may be getting ready to move or see a major renovation, repair, or paint job finish up. You will feel more settled after July 31st, and in anyone's book, that would be a very good feeling. The month's blue moon, the month's second full moon on July 31st, will bring a home-related matter to fruition or closure. You may be moving or finishing up a renovation, and if so, you'll enjoy your decision for a long time thanks to a supportive beam from Saturn. Make sure all your paperwork is in order for Mars and Uranus will act up and a legal glitch could cause you delays and frustration. Additionally, on the 31st, Scorpio, this month, Saturn and Scorpio, your sign, will be very friendly to the sun and Mercury um, in Leo. On July 31st, the sun and Cancer, actually Cancer, the sun and Cancer and Saturn and Scorpio will work together flawlessly. This would help you if you are planning to travel overseas or to build a solid relationship with those executives in country. Legal matters will go well, as will anything having to do with academia or the media, such as a publishing, broadcasting, or Internet project. The sun rules your career, so this day should bring outstanding results there, too. And for my Scorpios born October 23rd to November 1st, the July 31st full moon will center the tension on your home and family life with your intimate relationships coming under some pressure. This challenging moon phase will last until the new moon of August 14th. Additionally, any important matters should be attended to before sun square your deacon. That's to start today, July 22nd to August 3rd. Your ego may be on the line as you come under pressure from others through arguments or challenges to your authority. The chance of getting involved in arguments is heightened by Mercury Square, your deacon, from today, July 22nd to 28th. This period is the most challenging of the whole month, with the most critical days coming during Sun-Mercury alignment from today to to the 24th. Poor judgment, lack of concentration, and cross wires means you should avoid making bold statements and certainly do not sign anything, okay? All those born October 23rd to November 1st, that was your heads up. Okay, Sagittarius, we're winding down with the last three signs, y'all. 
Sagittarius, the month will end with an important uh, with an opportunity to take a quick, short trip. The full moon in Aquarius, eight degrees, will occur on July 31st, a Friday, so perhaps you can leave then for a relaxing, carefree weekend. There will be not one adverse aspect to take away from your fun, not one. It should be a perfect time for you to chill out, especially after all the negotiating you've done during July. You may be able to take a short trip, and I hope you can go, for you will need the rest. A weekend away in the fresh air and sunshine will do you a world of good. Uranus, ruler of Aquarius, will go retrograde July 26th uh, until December 25th, and Uranus holds sway over your third house of travel. Make sure your mechanic feels your car is in good working condition and confirm your lodging reservations to make sure they did not get deleted in error on the hotel's computer. Get as much work finished off at the office as possible so you can make leaving the office easier. You need to sign a contract. As said earlier, the paperwork would likely be finalized near July 31st. I prefer you sign prior to the day Venus goes retrograde July 25th, but that may not be possible. It would be unrealistic to wait for Uranus, ruler of your third house of agreements, to turn direct (laughs) um, uh, July 25th. So, obviously, she's not suggesting you wait five months to sign something. She's just telling you what the uh, energy and the climate is and when the best days are. You can sign at month's end if your lawyer gives approval. Your two best days for signing and agreeing verbally to any new venture will be July 21st and 22nd, yesterday and today. But if you simply can't make that deadline, do so by July 31st. Romantically, the weekend of July 31st through August 2nd will rate a 10 for Sagittarius in anyone's book, okay? Romance is being rated a 10, Sag, for the weekend of the full moon in Aquarius, so enjoy. The full moon may find you taking a small trip to a nearby location, but nevertheless, it will be a trip you thoroughly enjoy. And for those Sages born November 22nd to December 1st, this full moon will amplify the positive effects of uh, the recent sun transit you've been having and so therefore will place an emphasis on your home and family life plus intimate relationships. Some additional info. Um, Sagittarius born at this time, November 22nd to December 1st. Uh, that sun transit is the sun trining your deacon uh, today, July 22nd through August the 3rd. And it makes this an excellent period because of the positive relationship to the eclipse cycle. I'm pretty sure they're talking about uh, in April. The trine aspect is the best of all aspects in astrology, so you can either relax and enjoy or work hard and achieve success. This is one of the best times of the year for your plans and goals to progress without resistance, and you should easily gain the support and assistance of others, especially men and those with power and authority to make a difference. Go ahead, Sag is born from November 22nd to December 1st. Mercury trying your deacon from today until the 28th, the 22nd to the 28th, comes within this productive period, adding to your chance of success. Clear thinking and good judgment makes this an 
excellent time for making plans for the year ahead. You can be confident in asking favors with the best time for this being from today, July 22nd to the 24th, when Sun and Mercury are in close alignment. That's powerful, Saz. Y'all so lucky. All right, Capricorn. The full moon, July 31st, will give you an opportunity to pay bills and get your finances in order. As you get ready to close down the month, July 2nd full moon will come by. This will be a very friendly full moon, and again, you will focus on money. This full moon won't have any tough aspects, but only peaceful ones to calmly allow you to pay bills and get your finances in order. It's a good time to see your financial advisor and go over your evolving insurance needs, too. Speaking of money, the month's second full moon, July 31st, will find you paying bills and instituting financial decisions. This will be a friendly full moon, for it will receive a stabilizing beam from Saturn, your ruling planet. Review your insurance needs and confer with your retirement broker. This would be a perfect time to take a weekend course about how to invest appropriately for your age and long-term goals or to schedule a meeting with your financial advisor. The time you take to manage your financials at this full moon will pay dividends to you later. Get it, Capricorn. Aquarius, July holds two full moons, and the second one called a blue moon will uh, arrive the last day of July. This will mark a major point in your timeline, Aquarius, for something of vital importance will reach culmination. It appears you will be very happy about how the episode plays out. Saturn will make an out-of-sign trine to this full moon, a very stabilizing influence. A trine is the most harmonious aspect possible. Afterwards, you will feel secure and content, a wonderful place to be in mind, body, and spirit. This will be your time, dear Aquarius. It's your full moon. Um, this will be a special moment for you, for this full moon is very friendly and will receive a silvery beam from Saturn, indicating actions you take will be in place for decades, possibly forever. The news will represent the culmination of years of hard work, years of work toward a goal that appears to be unfolding now. It should be a joyous moment for you. That's what it was making me think of when I was reading it, because Saturn retrograde that's aspecting this full moon apparently is is a very karmic energy. So, yeah, um, it, the effects of this for you, Aquarius, could last forever. And whatever is culminating for you, whatever is, is harvest time for you, whatever is being harvested and the light being shown on it and manifesting and culminating at this time, it may also have karmic implications. Like you've had this coming for maybe a lifetime or lifetimes to come, uh, and it's just your time. Whether you realize that consciously, spiritually aware of that or not, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, Aquarius, this is the time to state what you want will happen next because the universe will be listening. Okay, Aquarius? Uh, for those specifically born January 20th to 29th, this full moon will make you more sensitive to any criticism or provocation. Your close relationships with family members and your partner will feel this strain the most. This irritating moon phase will last until the new moon of August 14th. Additionally, for my Aquarians born January 20th to 29th, the main stumbling block this month, that 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 sensitivity you have to um, criticism and provocation possibly, 
the main stumbling block this month come it's coming as a result of the sun opposite your deacon starting today, July twenty second, okay? Heads up, uh, my Aquarius, born January 20th to 29th. You are likely banging your head against a brick wall because other people just don't make things easy for you. It would be wiser to attend to any important matter earlier. Yeah. (laughs) I'm reading this the day it starts. Contained within this confrontational solar transit is Mercury opposite your deacon from today, July 22nd to 28th. This will be the most challenging period of the month with an increased risk of minor disagreements turning into full-blown arguments. Poor judgment and a lack of tact mean you should avoid doing business at this time. Wait under better times for signing contracts or entering into negotiations. The most critical time to take care is from today, tomorrow, and Friday. Uh, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, when the Sun-Mercury alignment is at its strongest. This could turn out to be a very hectic couple of days, leaving you feeling stressed out and run down. Okay, Aquarius, I'm so glad if you're listening to this before, um, you know, tomorrow. uh, And today is kind of late, but better late than never when you're getting a divine heads up. And I'm going to end it right here with Pisces. The month will end with another full moon called the Blue Moon, July 31st. In Aquarius, this full moon will fall in a quiet part of your chart. So chances are you will want to take a span of peaceful time for yourself. Okay, Pisces, if you work in solitude at your own pace, your project will go exceedingly well. There will be no untowered planets to steal the thunder of this lovely full moon. So the month will end sweetly and productively for you, Pisces, allowing you a chance to exhale, especially after what I just read for Aquarius. Good and good and um, good otherwise for Aquarius. But uh, at month's end, think about all you've experienced during your lovely month of July while you're having your peaceful, quiet time, okay? Pisces, after a very social month, you may be feeling a little spent and in need of privacy and rest. Um, By the full moon, you'll crave rest. If you have a project to finish, work in solitude away from others so that you can think quietly and work at a pace that pleases you. If you can travel in July, do, especially in the first half of the month when romantic aspects shine brightly for you. Don't plan your vacation for August, okay, Pisces, as your work life will become hectic and it may be nearly impossible to find the time to go away for any length of time. The full moon will mark a time you need quiet solitude. Keep your health strong and take time to recharge, Pisces. Work alone on important projects, for you will be most productive if you do. By all indications, you will like this friendly, sweet full moon at month's end. Specifically, my Pisces born March 11th to 20th. Uh, From the full moon to August 10th, you may wish to turn your attention to more passionate desires. Your sexual attractiveness will place you in a good stead on the dating scene where you can confidently make the first move. All right, Pisces. An existing relationship will benefit from increased interest from both parties, you and the other person, uh, where strenuous physical activity will be both desirable 
and plentiful. Okay. <laughs> I am checking back on the line. I apologize for the delay. I really wanted to get those horoscopes out there, but I do see your hand raised. I've got a caller from 917-324. You're on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. Who who's who am I talking with today? My name's Ashio. What did you say? One more time for me? Ashio, A-S-H-I-O. A-S-H-I-O. Hi, Ashio. Wonderful to talk to you. What can we do for you here today, or what do you want to add to oh, the show? I'm actually, I'm, trying, I'm in Leo, and somehow, I don't know, I probably missed my part, but uh, I'm just going to have to listen to the archives again. Uh, is there any way I can get a reading, though? Can I just give you my... Mm-hmm. We, uh, we don't do readings live on the air, and I actually got a question about that. Why don't you do readings on the air? You know, aren't you good enough to do live readings? And the thing is, is that I'm not an intuitive reader. I am okay. a more mathematical and scientific reader. I have a, a program, and I'm able to, you know, plug in your birth coordinates and get a diagram, a graphic that I'm able to interpret from that standpoint and I can definitely help you with that Oxio. Um is this 917 number a good one to reach you on after the show wraps up okay perfect what I can do is call you when we're done and yeah I can definitely did you have a specific question about something or just wanted a general reading um, of what's going on with your planets at this time yeah, I can't in general because right now there's not much going on in terms of my career, love, mm-hmm. you know, even friendship. So I'm just trying to see. I feel like there's some, some you know, things coming up. So I'll try to figure out that. What's your sun sign, your zodiac sign? Leo. Leo. Leo, yeah. So it's, it's so powerful and wonderful to have you call on the show uh, the day that the sun enters Leo. Mercury's going into Leo tomorrow. Uh, you may begin to um, feel some shifts depending on where the um, planets are in your chart. I guess I'll see here pretty soon what it is. But um, your uh, your sign, uh, Leo, is ruled by the sun. The sun made a, a, a major ingression today into a different sign, as well as Venus going retrograde could definitely be impacting um, your relationships or your money uh, here coming up in the next week or so. So, yeah, we can okay. take a look, and I will be more than happy to tell you what I see, and I will talk to you after the show. If you'd like to, I can mute your line, and you can just finish listening. We've well, only got well, one more topic. I'm gonna, actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to listen to the computer so I can charge my phone when it call me back. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's fine. And it looks like we'll wrap up in enough time today. We've got 19 more minutes left, so it should be fine online. If you're online, you're good. And I will um, okay. talk to you soon. Okay, Ashio? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Peace. Thank you. All right. I see we also have a caller from 918-914. Okay. They didn't want to talk, <laughs> so we won't go to them. But uh, those are the only two I saw with their hands raised. And the only other topic we had to uh, cover today was Venus retrograde entering Leo. Last week, obviously, I talked about Venus being retrograde. It will retrograde here this Friday, I do believe. 
And uh, it it retrogrades at the zero degree point of Virgo. Just as it gets into Virgo, it moves right back into Leo. So I was just going to refresh you guys on uh, that energy. I just have a little bit on that. And then the moon being wrapping up the week with the moon in Pisces, and we'll be done. I'll get to call Ashio back and um, catch up with a couple of other callers uh, from the previous weeks just to check on you. And... Definitely see y'all same place, same time next week. But, yeah, Venus, everybody wants to know about their love and their money. That's why I mentioned that to Ashio because, you know, um, just one thing, everything's on a cycle in life, astrology, spiritually, everything. So at those times when nothing's really going on, you're kind of feeling confident and everything's running fairly smoothly, That that's the perfect time to get with your astrologer, perfect time to get with your spiritual advisor and see what's coming down the pike, okay? That's what I'm going to talk to him about here pretty soon. Um, But with Venus, the planet of love and money, going retrograde back into Leo, I definitely wanted to refresh y'all on what that's going to feel like and look like because we're going to be in it for a little while, okay? Um, and this, uh, this is coming from vivacombusta.com. Uh, amidst all the fun and games and theatrics, Venus and Leo will also be rolling up its sleeves and reshaping our perspectives on love, money, and values, bringing out our heart's truest, most honest expression. The rising summer temperatures parallel the sexy warmth filling our hearts as the planet of love, relationship, beauty, values, and money, Venus has arrived back in the sign of Leo, the sign of big personalities, bigger hair, (laughs) over-the-top drama, and childlike playfulness. Venus and Leo will bring us some of our highest highs this summer and yet also cause some of the sharpest pains, both brought about by the intense aspects I love my computer. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Hold on, y'all. My screen just went completely blank. Okay, it's back. Um, Venus and Leo will bring us some of our highest highs this summer. Okay, I read that. Sorry. Uh, It doesn't do half measures. With Venus and Leo, it's go big or go home time. Retrograde periods are always a time of somewhat delayed progress in matters specific to the retrograde planet, a time of reviewing and rehashing. The deeper internal processes of the planet's actions are emphasized more than the external works are. The Venus retrograde, working against the backdrop of Saturn retrograde in Scorpio, will serve to show us the values that are integral to us individually, but that are incredibly out of sync with the values held by our societies. If our personal value systems align with mainstream values 98% of the time, the remaining 2% will be realized as a rather large chasm. It will be important to honor your values during this retrograde period. Stick to your guns. Do not let others diminish what you feel is really important in life. The square with Venus retrograde and Saturn direct in August will be particularly useful in questioning why you are exerting energy into people and situations that do not appreciate you or what you stand for. 
Venus retrograde is personality-centered Leo. In personality-centered Leo will help temper our impulses just a bit, keeping our emotions a bit more self-contained and introspective. Egos will need to undergo some fine-tuning, neither overblown nor repressed and forced into submission. You don't you don't want your ego overblown, neither or overblown nor repressed and forced into submission. We want balance. Out of the ashes of the Venus-Saturn squares, sophisticated philosophies can be developed regarding who and how we love, who and how we attract, how fairly we give and receive love. All of this sounds like a lot of dreary, painful, hard work, and it is. It will pay off, though, and sooner than it might feel. Not long after the second of the Venus-Saturn squares is over, we will experience a lovely trine between Venus and Leo and Uranus and Aries, breathing new life into us and shaking up the scene in fresh and exciting ways. Not every relationship will survive the summer. The ones that do make it can gain from the Venus-Mars conjunction in Leo the sexy confidence that comes from being secure, from being a part of something built to last. The people who were left single by the rougher transits or who were already single should have confidence from the clearer understanding in knowing who they are and what they have to offer. This is another opportunity to put your hot self on display, okay? And we're wrapping it up um, with the moon in Pisces. I hope I don't totally mess up by trying to flip to this other screen. Uh, But, yeah, the moon, and that's happening. It's got to be on the first because as of the full moon, it's still in uh, Aquarius. So, yeah, the moon goes into Pisces on the very next day. Um, August 1st, and when the moon is in Pisces, we are not inclined to want to face reality, okay? While the moon is in dreamy, impressionable Pisces, it can be a wistful, sensitive, intuitive, and compassionate time. We are especially imaginative. This is next Saturday the 1st, y'all, and our intuition reigns under this influence. Boundaries and walls come down as Pisces energy merges and blends. It's a time when details are overlooked and feelings defy description. The moon in Pisces generally favors the following activities, imaginative undertakings, mystical or spiritual pursuits, inner development, music and drama, going on a retreat, activities involving water. And that, my dear ones, wraps up this week, your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network. We just covered July 26th through August 1st. We are ready and raring to go for the full blue moon in Aquarius next week. We are set. I love you guys. Rain, sleet, snow, sun, 100 degrees. I'm here. And I will see y'all next week, okay? Peace and love.